everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Cookage, your Tuesday, September 11th edition. Hope everybody enjoyed a double dip of Monday Night Football, got in some baseball action. Most of us that I know that we talked to were big on the Phillies, and then the Phillies decided to postpone the game right after lock, which was so funny because they knew there was an issue all day. Made it seem like things were going to work out. Not so much. Tis baseball. Tis September baseball. And we move on from that. We have a 13-game slate on tap tonight. But before we do so, hope everybody had a good NFL DFS week one. And if you didn't, after you listen to the two-point conversion NFL DFS podcast, you go to thequantedge.com. Are you tired of getting crushed by the pros? DFS players, sports bettors, listen up. Thequantedge.com has the tools you need to play like a pro. With our lineup optimizer, injury tool, wide receiver cornerback matchups, and head-to-head tool, you'll be armed with everything you need to win. And after all the injuries this week, that tool is going to be amazing. Literally, you drop a guy out, it tells you how it affects every single person. I'm talking offensive linemen, you pull them out, it tells you how it affects everybody. When a receiver, Doug Baldwin's down for Seattle, it tells you how it affects everybody else. It is a great, great tool. You can make up to 150 lineups in seconds. See matchups to exploit and compare players to help you make the right decision you're on the fence about at thequantedge.com. You'll get exclusive access to industry experts, articles, podcasts, and the TQE community that participate in the premium membership chat. We at Bench with Bubba and MLB DFS Quick Hits have a special deal for you, our loyal listeners. Use promo code BENCHED, B-E-N-C-H-E-D, at checkout, and you'll get $10 off your first month's subscription. That's benched, B-E-N-C-H-E-D at checkout, and you'll get $10 off your first month. So go check it out. Go to thequantedge.com and sign up today. With that being said, let's get into this 13-game slate of action. You have a little bit more rain to worry about. Nothing as bad as that my uh, Mets game last night. We knew that was a given. But Oakland at Baltimore is about 30% chance. It's basically the Northeast yet again. Uh, you got Miami at the Mets, roughly 25%. You got Toronto at Boston, 25%, and then in Minnesota between the Yankees and the Twins. Heavy wind blowing across the field at about 17 miles an hour. Let's get your totals real quick on this action. We've got A's at Orioles, total of nine. Indians, Rays, eight. Marlins, Mets, eight. Blue Jays, Red Sox, eight and a half. Brewers, Cubs, waiting on that because we are at Wrigley. Yankees, Twins, nine. White Sox, Royals, waiting on that one as White Sox are still deciding on who they're going to throw. Nationals, Phillies, I don't believe this is on the slate because they have a double dip going today. So keep that one in mind. Uh, Pirates, Cardinals, 8. D-backs, Rockies, total of 10 in Coors. Rangers, Angels, to be determined as they keep moving pitchers around. If it's Felix Pena, that's great. The latest I saw this morning on DraftKings is Jim Johnson. They're going to go with the opener. So buyer beware. Uh, You go down to San Diego, Seattle, total of 8. Marco Gonzalez back, could be on a pitch count. And then Braves at Giants, 7.5. 13-game slate. Let's break it down again. I'm not going to go deep into it, but your top-priced arm on the slate. Uh, well, Chris Sale returns from the DL against Toronto. Beware, he's supposed to be on a very limited pitch count. So unless something comes out today that changes things, fine. But he's supposed to be on a serious pitch count, so 13-6 is asinine. You got Jacob DeGrom at 13-5 against Miami. Again, just like yesterday, phenomenal spot. Great matchup. Should rock and roll. If you want to pay up, he's a great play. It's tough to pay up when you need the bats these days, but if you can find value bats, which there usually are a ton of, you can go to DeGrom at 13.5. He's uh, by far and away the top option on tonight's slate. Mike Fultonevich in San Francisco is very intriguing at 11.2. He hasn't been that dominant lockdown guy he's been of late, but uh, could give you the what you need against a Giants team that's striking out more and more as they have like their uh, 
It's a, it's a breed of old men and guys called up from AAA right now. So it's really rough over there. As you saw, saw Sean Newcomb dealt last night, as we talked about on Quick Hits, it was a great play, and it turned out to be just fine. Uh, uh, Fulty at 11-2 could be interesting if you want to, but I'm not going to go. If I'm going up, I'm going to DeGrom. Otherwise, I started a guy like Mike Fires, 9400 bucks at the Baltimore Orioles. It's a very interesting play. As we know, Fires has been rough, but ever since becoming an Oakland A, He's been outstanding. He's faced Baltimore once, six innings, three earned, five Ks for 14.5. But he's got a 1-4-2 ERA in his two road starts with the A's, 3-2-1 at home. He's been very, very good. Uh, his last road start was at Minnesota, 24.6 DraftKings points, and he pitched uh, – those are those, that was his only start, it looks like, on the road with the A's. So that's very interesting. But 9400 bucks at a Baltimore Orioles team that strikes out almost 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. He's a minus 180 road favorite, which is outstanding. Still gives up a little bit too much hard contact, but you can work around that. A Tigers are uh, an Orioles team with a team total of 3.85. Uh, lefties 348, righties 346. That was with the Tigers. He's been so much better with the A's right now. Uh, and then the uh, Orioles with 305 will, but a 162 ISO, which is not good at all. So fires at 94, very intriguing. It's a steep price. Many will say he's not worth that price. On a slate like this, I think he is worth that price at 9400 bucks. So you can definitely take a look at him. Uh, he dropped down to 8400 uh, Shane Bieber against the Tampa Bay Rays. I mentioned how the Rays could be pesky versus Kluber, and they, they were just that. Uh, Bieber's quite the price drop from Kluber. At the same time, it's still very, very risky. He's faced Tampa once this year. He gave it four earned and five and a third for 6.6 points. Uh, he's averaging almost 17 points on the road. He pitched at Toronto his last time out, 19-5, at Kansas City, 18-4, at Boston, 19-3, at Cincy, 8-4, at the White Sox, 28. Those are his last five road starts. Pretty solid stuff, but it's a very, very pesky Tampa Bay team, so very, be very, very careful with this matchup. They do strike out over 22% of the time. Beebs has a 24% K rate, 44%, almost 45% ground ball rate, so lots and lots to like there. You got a Tampa Bay team. With a th- about a four-team total, lefties 381, righties 281, 319 Woba, only a 144 ISO, which is not good. They've been getting it done, though, so be careful. Tampa could be a very sneaky set of bats tonight. Bieber could be a nice discount arm at 8400 bucks as well. Dropping down below the Biebs, you got a Sonny Gray at 7800 bucks at the Minnesota Twins. We know Gray's been much, much better on the road than at home. A home area of 698, averaging 5.2 DraftKings points. A road ERA of 3.09. That's all over. That's almost four ERA uh, runs lower on the road than at home. Averaging 18.4 DraftKings points on the road. Last road start at Baltimore, 29.9 DraftKings points. You know he's got. If you look at his game logs, you see all these bad starts. Those were all at home. He goes that 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 last start in the, at Baltimore, then at the White Sox, 17-6. Then some more home starts for his Rocky. Then at Baltimore, 31-1. So his last three road starts, 18 or more DraftKings points with tremendous upside. Now he gets to go and face a Minnesota team that strikes out almost 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching. He's, Sonny Gray's got almost a 50, 50% ground ball rate, a 21% K rate. He just gives up some large contact that seems to find its way out of the ballpark. Minnesota has a 4.15 team total. Lefty's 347, righty's 318. So... Very interesting play, but Sonny Gray at 78 does bring a lot of value, in my opinion. Dropping down below Sonny Gray, we go below 7K now. You got the birthday boy, Andrew Suarez, $6,900 at home against the Atlanta Braves. Suarez much, much better at home this year. 
3.07 ERA at home compared to 5.73 on the road, averaging almost 18 DraftKings points per start at home. He's faced Atlanta once this year, five and a third, seven hits, one run, no earned, six Ks for 23.2 DraftKings points. His last two home starts against the Mets, he got you 28 against Texas, 26-2. Very, very good stuff in those outings. So Suarez at $6,900 on the birthday, hopefully it's the birthday bump, is very, very much in play. An Atlanta team that strikes out 20% of the time versus left-handed pitching. They have a team total of four. Lefties 248, righties 373. Pitching in AT&T Park. I like me some Suarez at $6,900. People won't want to put somebody against that Atlanta Braves offense. I will. You can look at Alex Cobb at $5,700. He's been pitching much, much better in the second half. It is against the Oakland A's, which is scary. But he is in play at 57. Or you go to Brad Keller at 5700 bucks. I think he'll be a very popular, cheap play. Um, very hit and miss type guy, but his last few starts 16 6, 22 4, 13 1, 19 1, 22 2, a 7.5, and, and a 23 5. All starts you would take at 5700 bucks. Um, he has faced the White Sox, well, six games pitched, three games started. It's tough to really decipher what was starts, what wasn't, but uh, we know it's a White Sox team that will strike out quite a bit. Uh, where's Keller at? Da, da, da. They moved him up the Yeah, there he is. White Sox strike out almost 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Keller's got a 53% ground ball rate, only a 16% K rate. But you get that ground ball rate, we can definitely work with that. It's a White Sox team waiting on the total. But lefties 344, righties 298 versus Keller. And then a 308 Woba, 169 ISO for the White Sox versus right-handed pitching is not great at all. So you can definitely take a look at a Brad Keller at 5,700. So the way I look at this pitching slate, DeGrom's by himself, far and away up top. Then if you want to go 7 to 9K range, I got Sonny Gray 1, Mike Fires 2, Bieber 3. Then you drop down below, I got Suarez 1, Keller 2, Cobb 3. It's obviously not a great slate for pitching. This is September baseball at its finest right now, and we're going to learn to make it work. With that being said, let me talk to you about Draft.com. It is a great way to play fantasy sports. Draft.com, Draft in your app store. Use promo code SDSPORTS when you deposit cash into your account and get entry a free $3 entry into any tournament of your choice. There's NFL going on every weekend. There is, there's the full slates, the Sunday slates, all of them. There's baseball going on. There'll be hockey and basketball soon. There's golf as well. Tons and tons of fun. Ask people in the Slack chat. They absolutely love it. Uh, it's been a great uh, great partner with the Sports DJs and all the podcasts that I get to do. Uh, I'd really appreciate it if you go check them out. Draft.com, Draft from the App Store, promo code SD Sports when you check out for entry into a free $3 tournament. Now let's get to the bats on this 13-game slate. Let's kick it off with the catcher's position. You got Salvi Perez for still on Covey at 4300 bucks. The Royals are going to be a prime spot tonight against Covey, who's been Pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Let's assume he's still the pitcher because some sites don't have one listed yet, but Covey looks to be the guy. You know you can rock and roll with him all day long, no matter if you're lefty, if you're righty, you're poking Covey all over the ballpark. So if you're going all the way to the top, Perez at 43 is in play for you. But when you slide on down below 4K, it gets a little bit more interesting. If the Phillies game is on the slate, see who starts game one, play the other catcher for game two against Eric Fetty. Could be an option for you, but I don't even think Fetty, like, the sites are all screwed up on who's pitching game one and game two, so keep an eye on that. Come join the Slack chat. We'll help you with that one. But as you slide down into the mid threes and below, 
Like a Francisco Cervelli at 3,600 versus Mikolas could be interesting. Mikolas has been getting hit around pretty damn good of late. That kind of great story we heard earlier in the year, it's kind of falling apart. Uh, Pittsburgh has a team total of 3-7. Lefty's 3-29, righty's 2-73 versus Mikolas. Uh, Cervelli at 36 could be a catcher for you if you need to. I'd probably go down even farther, though. Maybe a Tom Murphy and Coors versus Granke at 34 could be a play. Uh, if you aren't using Suarez, like a, a Tyler Flores at 34 or a Kurt Suzuki are both good options there for Atlanta if you choose to go that direction. The farther down you look now, Mike Zunino against Mitchell at 32 is a great GPP play. If you've listened to the show enough, you know my feelings on Zunino. Lots of zeros, but lots of GPP goodness. Come on, he has 19 homers on the year. It's there. He went deep in his last time. His last two games, 14 and 5. He's 3,200 versus Brian Mitchell. Seattle's got a 4.8 team total. Lefty's 389. Righty's 429. Righty's hitting Mitchell even better this year. Mitchell's not good at all. So Zanino at 32 could be a nice, nice uh, lower price catcher to, to build around. And at this moment, at these first looks, will be the guy I'm looking to target right now at that position. If you're not using Keller in Kansas City, Omar Navarez, Kevin Smith, Wellington Castillo, those catchers for Chicago, also very much in play for you as well. As Keller, we've seen get hit, but lots of ground balls, gets out of trouble. Like I said, his last six, seven starts have been very, very formidable. So I don't hate that at all either. Um, right now, it's pretty much Zunino's my guy. Maybe a Chris Herman if he's starting for Seattle at 2,800 versus Mitchell. That could be a nice value. If Gallagher's catching for Kansas City, 2,800 versus Covey, another nice value. So these are a couple I could look at and and, uh, and sleep a little better with. Uh, maybe a Jeff Mathis because he'll be starting for Granke in Coors. You can get a Coors Field player, even though it's a catcher and it's Jeff Mathis. who's actually been better than normal this year. 2,700 bucks in Coors Field for a catcher. That's a, a lock for cash game. So you lock that into your lineup right now in cash. And I see the GPP relevance there because it opens up so much more. So Jeff Mathis at 27 is going to be pretty chalky tonight uh, if you want to go there. I still like the upside with uh, Zanino and a GPP and then some other plays there in the 28s. But 27 for Mathis is pretty much where you're going to look. See what else comes out in your lineups if you're still looking for some more value. First base position, you got Goldschmidt, Gouers at 59. Not bad. Kind of didn't do what we wanted them to do last night. Got Jesus Aguilar against Quintana. Carpenter versus Musgrove, all not bad. Rizzo against Chastina at 47. Very, very tasty. Uh, Matt Olson's up to 4,600, which I understand and respect against Alex Cobb. It's very, very interesting. The Oakland A's team total is 5.15, a second to the Red Sox tonight. Uh, lefty's 336, righty's 371 off Alex Cobb. Ball jumps out of Baltimore. So Olson at 46, and the A's are going to be very, very much in play this evening. Sliding on down some more. If the Phillies are in play, Carlos Santana is obviously in play like we talked about yesterday. Um, farther down, maybe a Daniel Murphy versus Chassin at 41. I can get behind that for sure. Ryan O'Hearn went deep yesterday. He's 4,100 versus Dylan Covey. I love this play tonight. O'Hearn's averaging 10.8 his last 10. Like I said, went deep yesterday against Covey at 41. Really good upside in that matchup. The Angels are going with an opener situation. Jim Johnson is starting for the Angels. And then they're going from there. So Joey Gallo at 41 is very interesting uh, in that matchup there. Just I, I want to see who's coming in next. I haven't read anything or seen anything on that until this morning. So, again, Slack chat, lots to talk about in there. As uh, I believe Minnesota with Trevor May is also going with sort of a opener-type situation as well. September baseball, folks. September baseball. Uh, sliding on down even farther, maybe a Ryan Healy could be very contrarian at 38 versus Mitchell. As we mentioned, righties are hitting Mitchell. A little better than lefties are both just hitting the crap out of them, period. 
but Ryan Healy at 38 could be a nice play. Hunter Dozier, first base, third base for the Royals at 38 is another good play. Like literally Hearn at first, Dozier at third. People hate playing the Royals. They've been very productive for us on quick hits. If you've listened in the last few weeks, if not the season, you know for sure how the pendulum has swung towards these cheaper young Royals getting everyday playing time. Ronald Guzman, Yonder Alonso at 36. They could be in play. I don't think you need to go there. Jake Bowers, 34, went deep yesterday. Maybe he's waking back up as he was in quite the funk. We know the talent is legit. So if if the if things change for Bowers at 34, you could give him a look if you want to feel that uh, value. Otherwise, go up a little higher. Tons of options, as usual, at the first base position. Second base, you got Javi Baez at 5K in a great spot versus Chassin. You got Descalso and Coors at 47 versus Sensatella. Sensatella is not great at all. But the D-backs were massive disappointments in Coors last night. But then again, Herman Marquez is very good. Sensatella is not. Uh, the D-backs team total is 5.1, third highest on a slate. is higher than the Rockies. Uh, Sensatella, lefties 320, righties 352. So maybe tonight's the night the D-backs get off the schneid and, and blow up Coors Field. Jed Lowry versus Cobb at 47. Worth a look. Alberto Mondesi hitting second for the, the Royals at 47. Interesting as well. You drop down some more, though. You got the likes of maybe an Ian Kinsler versus Baruki at 43. Love me some Whit Merrifield, second base outfield eligible at 43. This is kind of where I'd be starting things. Went deep yesterday, averaging 9.3 his last 10. So Whit at 43, very, very much in play for you. Ozzy Albies does hit lefties well. He's 42. And Ruggie Odor at 42 are guys you could look at. Uh, someone that will get well overlooked, Jeff McNeil of the New York Mets, averaging 8.7 his last 10, 15, 18, 7, and 12 in his last four. Been very, very productive going up against Jose Urania tonight. Uh, lefties hit Urania very, very well. Uh, when you look at McNeil at 4,200, he'll get way overlooked on this slate. So if you want to be different, McNeil is one way to be very, very different. Mentioned uh, Daniel Murphy already at 4,100. Got guys like Kipnis, Joey Wendell at 4K versus Bieber. Both very nice plays for you there. Uh, dropping down the Jonathan Scope. We know he does have a lot of power versus lefties at 3,900. You could take a peek at that one. Yohan Moncada at 39 is another option as well in a GPP situation. Uh, then farther down you go, there's going to be a lot of different options popping up. Maybe a Devin Travis, a Lurie Guriel, because sales on a limited pitch count. Get them at discounts. Um, you got like a Neil Walker going up against Duffy and company for the Twins at 33. A couple different options to take a peek at depending on how lineups come out and what you're looking for in those lineups. I, I forgot to mention the guy at catcher. For the Twins, let me find this homeboy. Um, Willie, I want to make sure I say his name correctly. Williams Astadio. This kid can hit. He's $3,300. He's catcher, third base eligible. If he's in the lineup, he becomes very intriguing if you're not using Sunday Gray. I used him on Sunday, walk-off homer. Uh, the kid's got a ton of talent, not always in the lineup, but someone to keep an eye on. Maybe not even just tonight, just in general as a kind of punt plays because he was super cheap. Punted him on Sunday, walk-off homer, cash line, boom, life is good. And he's got that kind of pop in the minors, and he got called up, so I wanted to mention him. That's the point of listening to Quick Hits, is it fills you in on a lot of the garbage that's going on around baseball right now. Going over to third base, you got Jose Ramirez at 51, very, very solid as usual. You got Chapman versus Cobb at 49, I like that quite a bit. I mentioned Carpenter already, Eduardo Escobar at 48 is okay. And Coors, same with Descalso, hoping Arizona wakes up for you. Uh, Josh Donaldson is back tonight. I'll sit and watch until he gets really healthy. Uh, Chris Bryant versus Chassin is okay to GPP. Rafael Devers, not so much. Yuan Camargo versus the lefty Suarez at 41 is very, very nice if you aren't using Suarez. 
I'm of the believer uh, Suarez is going to have a good night, so I won't be going there. But if you want to, knock yourself out. Will Myers, $4,000 versus Brian Mitchell. He's been slumping like a, a mother, but uh, very, very interesting. Adrian Beltre as well at 4K, both interesting plays. Another birthday boy on tonight's slate, Mike Moustakis, going up against Jose Quintana at 39. If you want to go that lefty-lefty way, knock yourself out. Uh, Hunter Dozier at 38, mentioned him already. I like that as a value here at the third base position. We got Fletcher for the Angels at 36 as another value for you. Uh, if Yandy Diaz cracks the lineup at 35, it could be some value. Same with Timmy Beckham, third base shortstop at 35. So some definite value here. And then our normal value that just doesn't pay off nearly enough, but it's always there. And besides Williams, Astadio, who we just talked about, at 33. You got Kyle Seeger at 3400 bucks versus, uh, versus Brian Mitchell. That's an outstanding price for a guy facing a gas can on the mound. Just a matter of can Seager figure it out. And if he does, that's tremendous value. Like, he could play Seager at third, which I'm probably not going to. But if you need to, you can. I'll see how my lineup builds come out. And you got, like, Mathis, a catcher at those two value plays alone. Open up so much for you tonight. Going to shortstop, you got Franklin Dora at 54. Yes, he's always in play. Bogarts is on fire at 53. I'd actually prefer Bogarts over Lindor this evening. That's kind of where I'd be looking. You got Trevor Story. He went deep again last night at 51. He's facing Granky. You got to respect it. But it is Coors. Uh, Javi Baez, Didi Gregorius, all phenomenal plays. Eduardo Escobar, Mondesi. Marcus Simeon will get overlooked in this mix at 46. If you're stacking the A's, Marcus Simeon should not be forgotten about. Very much in play if you're stacking the A's. But if you're going up top, I'm trying to go to Bogarts at 53. That's kind of the guy I'm paying up for if I'm going at the shortstop position. If you go down, though, like a Nick Ahmed at 42 in course is okay. Gene Segura has been one of the hottest hitters in baseball over the last month. I know he's only averaging 5.2 his last 10. But I saw somewhere over the last month he's hitting like 340 or something, 4200 bucks against Mitchell, leading off, especially if you're stacking Seattle. I think it's a very, very nice play at that position and to save you some cash from the top-tier talent. Slide on down a little farther, maybe an Ahmed Rosario if you need to go there. A Jorge Polanco at 38 could be a play for you as well. I do like me some Elvis Andrus at 37 or Willie Adamas at 36. Both kind of nice there. I go Andrus than Adamas, but Adamas is heating up yet again, and Bieber does pitch to a lot of contact. Relies on those ground balls. Uh, swinging strikes, not as much there, but does get the strikeouts. He's a weird, weird pitcher. I'd love to hear the guys at Baseball Hall Synonymous and Doug Thornburg and Sandy Reed really break down Bieber. I think that would be a very, very interesting one to hear about. Uh, Tim Beckham, 3,500. That normal punt we talked about. Laurie Skirdiel at 33 if you want to fade. Chris Seale, same as Lettimus Diaz at 32. Toronto's a very interesting GPP angle just for the fact that Seale's not going to go deep. Then you get that mid-tier Boston bullpen before it gets to the lights out, guys. You're going to get some interesting matchups for you there. Adeni Etcheverria at 32, also a guy we like to target a lot um, cheap-wise for the Minnesota Twins. Let's head to the outfield and wrap it up for you on this Tuesday edition of Quick Hits. You know, Trout, as usual, at 58 is very, very good. Betts at 61 is outstanding versus Baruki. Uh, J.D. Martinez versus a lefty at 57 is almost a lock. That's probably where I'd start my day. Shohei Otani is crushing baseballs right now, and he's facing a garbage pitcher in Samson at 5,700, so you can't ignore that either. So there's a lot to like up top here. Um, he could really have some fun here at the top of his outfield position. You got Peralta and Coors at 56 is also in play. Chris Davis versus Alex Cobb at 54. Acuna versus a lefty. Charlie Blackman, all phenomenal plays. I try to get to J.D. Martinez, Shohei Otani, kind of there, get contrarian with like a Chris Davis. That's where I'd be looking if I needed to pick one or two up top. Dropping below 5K, Hunter Renfro versus Marco Gonzalez at 48. It's very, very intriguing. 
people aren't going to want to pay that price for Hunter Renfro. The thing with Marco Gonzalez, we see the lefty on the mound right now. He's likely on his first return from the DL going to be on a pitch count. That's what I was reading uh, earlier this morning. So keep an eye on that and see what reports come out there. If he's going to be in there for five, six innings, that's at least two trips to the order for Renfro, maybe three. That's phenomenal. If it's only two and they start righty-righting him, that could get interesting. He's still got a ton of power at 48, so I get it. But it's not as sexy as it looks. still looks nice, but not as sexy. A low cane at 47 versus a struggling Quintana is very, very nice. David Dahl and Coors at 47 has been hitting the middle of that order. Uh, Aaron Hicks versus Duffy's outstanding at 47. He'll get overlooked just like Renfro at that price point. So I like both of those quite a bit. Tommy Pham keeps raking. He's 4600 bucks. 10 more points last night. 12.7 his last 10. 10, 19, 10, 16, 15, 11, 15, 9. Been very, very good against the Bees at 46. Definitely keep him on your radar along with Malik Smith. Two solid options for you there for the Tampa Bay Rays. Going down a little more, maybe a Mitch Hanniger at 46 versus Mitchell. I think that could be very nice. This Seattle lineup is going to be very interesting. Very, very interesting when it comes to GPP plays. Uh, it, could be a, it could be a game changer if they show up versus Mitchell like they should. Um, Eddie Rosario, if you're not using Gray at 45, could be in play for you. Going on down some more. Kevin Kiermaier is banged up again. My goodness. But uh, Nelson Cruz at 43 versus Mitchell. I like that quite a bit. Uh, definitely look at that. If Lorraine is leading off for Oakland at 43, Definitely a part of a stack. Again, I like Whit Merrifield at 43. Talked about him already. Uh, McCutcheon versus Duffy at 42 is very, very intriguing as he's been swinging it well for the uh, Yankees since heading that direction. Uh, Daniel Palka versus Keller at 41. I always tell you, when there's a righty on the mound, Palka is an extreme GPP play. Went deep again last night. He's averaging seven in his last ten. Um, the guy can crush 22 homers on the year. Uh, he's 4100 bucks. Tons of power hit in the middle of that White Sox order. If you're not using Keller, Palka is in play. Remember, Keller is a big round ball guy, so maybe it's not as great of a play as normal with Palka. But uh, I'm thinking Keller, then some Kansas City bullpen. Palka might take advantage of that bullpen. So 4100 bucks, low owned GPP play. Farther down you look, you got the likes of again Will Myers, shaky, but they're at 4K. Justin Upton, shaky, but they're at 4K. So not must plays by any means. Uh, Alex Gordon was hitting third last night. He's 3900 bucks for the Chicago White Sox. I know he's not been great, but he's still averaging almost nine points his last 10. He had 13 last night, 13, 6, 5, 13, 7, 14, 0, 17, 0, 12. So when he's getting it going, he's getting it going. He's batting third against Dylan Covey, of all people. You could do much, much worse, especially if you're stacking, say, if you want to do like a Gordon, Hearn, Dozier stack, which no one in their mom is going to do. Uh, you could do that. You can throw some Whit Merrifield in there. If you want to get real weird, do a Kansas City Seattle stack. Get very, very. I might actually do that. I kind of, kind of getting turned on by that. So I might have to go check that out. But uh, Alex Gordon, thirty-nine, not pretty at all, but very, very productive of late. Nobody owns him. Period. Trey Mancini at thirty-eight is very interesting. Nick Markakis as well does hit lefties very well at thirty-eight. Cole Calhoun leading off for Sampson at thirty-eight. Got to like that quite a bit. Uh, Jay Bruce all the way up to thirty-eight hundred bucks now. Again, lefties can hit Urania. We talked about it. Here's the numbers for you. Mets have a four-point, almost 3-5 team total. Righty's 294, but lefty's 354 off Jose Urania. So Bruce is a definite GPP-type play, not cash game, GPP. Going on down, like a Jose Martinez at 37 is a value for you there in that matchup. Um, Alan Hansen, maybe a 37 if you need to. I wouldn't. Max Kepler at 37 versus Gray if you're not going that direction. He's there. As a definite value power option for you. Corey Dickerson versus Mikolas at 36 does have some upside for you in that matchup. Um, going down to the mid threes now. 
Oh, Ortega. You're not going to fade Degrom though. I wouldn't go there. Uh, Chris Shaw at 34 versus Fulte and a GPP only. You can look there. If Nick Martini's leading off for Oakland at 34, you could go there. But Lorraine's been the man of late. Uh, Billy McKinney versus Sale at 33, very very risky. But Greg Allen at 33 versus Glass now could be a value. Nicky Delmonico at 33 is another value. He was a big time value yesterday. The big O for four goose egg. So be beware of that. The goose eggs are definitely there with Delmonico. But 3300 bucks does bring you some upside. Charlie Culberson of Atlanta, third base outfield at 33 versus Suarez. If you're not using Suarez, that is a solid look for you as well. Sliding that down a little farther, you get to the low threes, and it then becomes just check your lineups because a lot of mixed match down here, like Adam Ingles, um, Gregor Blanco might even lead off for the Giants. He's 2,900. He's been getting a lot more playing time of late. So check your lineups and see what pops up as there will be tons and tons and tons of value all over the diamond as usual. Recapping your pitching real quick on this 13-gamer. DeGrom's all by himself up top. It's plain and simple. In the middle, Sonny Gray, Mike Fires, Shane Bieber. That's where I'm looking at right now. And then down below, Suarez, Keller, and Cobb is where I'm looking as well. Remember, Suarez, the birthday boy. Bustock is the other birthday boy. Checking out your totals on this slate. There's a bunch of games we don't have totals for, but I love me some Kansas City. Hopefully, it's Dylan Covey. If we find out it's somebody else, we'll have to talk in the Slack chat about it. But right now, assuming Dylan Covey is the guy, that is who we are going to attack. I am all about attacking Dylan Covey with these cheaper Royals bats. The Angels versus Adam Sampson is very, very intriguing, but there might be a bullpen game there. Pick your poison. Uh, the White Sox versus Brad Keller. I like him as a punt, so I'm not really looking to target him unless he's using some lefties and some GPPs. Farther down you go, though, like the big power bats in Boston versus Baruki. Yeah, love the A's versus Alex Cobb. That should be a big one for you. You got Coors in play, of course. Then Seattle. Seattle versus Brian Mitchell. Mitchell is horrible. Uh, if Seattle can't get to Mitchell, then by God, it is not meant to be. Because that is a phenomenal matchup for the Mariners to get right. Righties, lefties, lefties 389, righties 429 versus Brian Mitchell. So a lot, a lot to like there. Um, I like Sonny Gray, but if you're not going there, you got you got uh, the Twins bats, especially the lefties. The lefties and the Mets versus uh, Urania. The righties versus Suarez for the Braves. The lefties for the Rays. Lefties 381, righties 281 versus Beaver. Bieber. So you got like, you know, Bowers, G-Men, Choi, another walk-off last night. We, we love Choi. We talked about him a lot on these podcasts. Uh, you got some definite Tampa Bay Ray guys you can look at. Um, Wendell, tons of them there. So lots going on in the Padres versus Marco Gonzalez. Got to see the pitch count, but that could be interesting. Marco's got reverse splits. Lefties have actually hit him better than righties, but both are hitting him just fine this season. I'll check out your BVP and send you on your way in this 13-game slate. A's at Orioles. Chris Davis has taken Mike Fires deep. That is big crush Davis. Not the good one. The bad one. Jed Lowry, 8 for 16. Four doubles off of Alex Cobb. That's a good sample. Jorge Alfaro. We're not worried about that game. Uh, Mookie Betts, 5 for 5 with a double and three triples off of Ryan Barugi. That's pretty good. J.D. Martinez has taken him deep. In a small sample, they're hitting 415. Pretty damn good. Um, the Blue Jays versus Chris Sale. Grichik, Molly, Teoscar Hernandez, Devin Travis, Justin Smoke have all taken sale deep once. Kendris Morales has taken a deep three times, but as a team hitting only 219. Jay Bruce, 5 for 15, a double and two homers off of Urania. Uh, Wilmer Flores and Brandon Nemo have both taken Urania deep as well. As a team, they're hitting 322 off Urania, so the Mets could be some sneaky options for you there. Going down farther, G-Man Choi, two for three with two doubles off of Bieber. The Rays are hitting 360 off of Bieber. They got to him that first time they saw him this year. Got to him real good. 
Logan Forsythe, four for eight with a double and a homer off of Gray. Miguel Sano, three for nine, two homers. But small samples, and Miguel Sano's been a massive slump yet again. Daniel Murphy, eight for 18 with a double and two homers off Chassin. Anthony Rizzo, six for 18, two homers. So the uh, Cubs hitting 302 off Chassin. They could be an interesting play versus Julius Chassin. Mike Moustakas told you he's the birthday boy. He's only hitting 261 off Quintana, but he's 12 for 46 with three doubles and three homers. Not bad at all. The Grandy Man, Kratz, and Kane have all taken him deep. Ryan Braun's taken him deep twice. Something to keep an eye on there. Alex Gordon told you 3900 bucks hit in the middle of that Royals lineup and pretty hot right now. He's 6 for 15, two doubles and two homers off of Dylan Covey. Something to watch right there. Nicky Delmonico, 3 for 4, the homer off Brad Keller. Small sample. Adam Fraser, 5 for 12, two doubles, two triples off of Mikolas. Trevor Story, 10 for 32. That's right, Story owns Zach Granke. 10 for 32, one double, five home runs off Zach Granke. Cargo, 16 for 51, a double, triple, five homers. Matt Holliday homer twice. DJ LeMayu, 16 for 52, four doubles and a homer. Blackman's homer twice off of him. Um, they're hitting 260 with a 321 Woba, 191 ISO. They have 23, 39 extra base hits out of their 100 on one hit. So almost a 40% extra base head clip against Zach Granke. Big time sample size. Um, the Rockies, folks. I forgot. Story owns Granky. We've used Story a lot, even in Arizona, against him. Owns Granky. Adrian Beltre, 7 for 10 with a double and a homer off of Jim Johnson. Brandon Crawford, 8 for 15, a double and three homers off Fulton Evich. Brandon Belt, 6 for 15, a double and three homers as well. Nick Hundley, 5 for 12 with a double and a homer off of Fulton Evich. And that'll do it for your BVP and your quick hits today. Everybody, again, check out the quantedge.com promo code benched. B-E-N-C-H-E-D for $10 off your first month. Draft.com, draft in your app store, promo code SD Sports for $3, a free $3 entry. Uh, No golf this week because we get the week off in the golf coverage. We'll have some bench with Bubba's. We'll have some round the bases for you. We got uh, Dana's pitching primer out there. We'll have some more football articles, baseball articles, tons going on. Come check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. I am at BD Intric, and come check us out in the Slack chat. A lot of great conversations for football and baseball yesterday. We've had NASCAR going on. A lot of good chatter in there. The more we chatter, the more it gets done, and guys are winning right now. So come join us in the Slack chat, and uh, we'll get it in. But until then, I'll see you tomorrow. This is MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, September 11th edition. I'm out.